Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, I Totally Relate. I'm Rissy. And I'm Shelves. And we hope you guys can totally relate. Music is super influential for us. Oh, 100%. That might be like a every single human being thing. But we were discussing this earlier, how interesting it really is for us because we have dads, Mm. husbands, brothers, like a lot of our very close loved ones are in bands. Yeah, musicians. Oh yeah, songwriters. Always making the sounds. Absolutely. Yeah, and so music has always been like something that I feel like has kind of like told the story of my life yeah I agree with that I feel like a song captures a memory like so it takes you right back to the day that you heard it whether you know I mean there are some songs where I'm like oh it's July afternoon I'm in high school I'm riding in Dolly's freaking sunshine mobile and we are just you know top down I'm oh she had a convertible and it was there's some pretty iconic songs that are in the sunshine. Oh my gosh, you guys are probably like just like picture perfect. I can that's hilarious. I did not know that. But yeah, it's like it it captures like all the senses, you know? You can even Mm -hmm. like think about the smell of like the time or like Yes. Yeah, what you were wearing. It captures these things I don't think we would remember otherwise. Yeah, it's a time stamp. It like just Yeah. Captures it in a bottle. Yeah. I feel like over the span of my life and probably between the two of us, we have a really like eclectic collection of music that we've listened to and liked. Yes. (laughs) So when I was super young, probably because our dads are 80s rockers. Absolutely. (laughs) Like the whole Poison, Warrant, Quiet Riot. Yes. I think the one that I really remember that really made a big impact on me was Tom Petty. Yeah. Just like, I think that was like maybe the first time I heard a song that I empathized or like felt with the person he was singing about in the song. It was actually mm. free falling. <laughs> Remember like feeling like, wow, that guy is just like trying to fit in. He's like naming all these different groups and how he's just trying to fit in, but how he feels lonely. Yeah. I remember like just feeling that heavy emotion of that song. That is a very emotive song. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. And then, okay, you want to know who like, I'm going to say this and you're like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then the next singer that really captured me that I was like smitten, Mariah Carey. Of course. I know. I know. <laughs> I cannot listen to Mariah Carey without thinking of you. (laughs) I was obsessed. Yes. Like we would play games like we would play like soda pop shop or or we would even just like spy on all the boys in our family. And we're young. We're young girls. Yeah. I'm in elementary. So you are probably preschool. Yeah. I'm four or five. And no matter what game we were playing, I was Mariah. That was my name. And I was, Tana was Shania, and I was Leia after Princess Leia. Yeah, and you had this long hair that you still have, and we would like, I would try to bun it up, so you looked like that, and 
yeah, I was obsessed with Mariah Carey. All of her songs. Whoa. I remember just being so enthralled with, mm. like, the emotion. And she's incredible. She's incredibly talented, right? Of course. But she really... She sang very emotional songs. She released a book just barely. I've heard of it. I read it. Okay. And I loved it. And I was like, <laughs> yes. as she's like telling some of her life experiences, I'm like, oh, oh, I know what song comes from this experience. Like I just, she was, she had a very, yeah, tumultuous upbringing. And all of that came out in her songwriting. And something about that just like, Man, I was obsessed. Totally. I get that. I think that there are artists that just capture something for you. Yeah, just invoke something that is so exciting. And um, yeah, I for sure have like my my go-to artists. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so tell me, tell me one. Okay. So, well, the first band that I think of when I think of like a connection to music I'm like the refreshments. Mm -hmm. That is my earliest memory. I just remember um, that entire album just capturing my childhood. Like I just see this as a childhood band. I think that it, yeah, really. I would say I love Taylor Swift. Mm. Um, T Swift. She's on my list. Oh my gosh. I'm definitely going to talk about her. You know what's cool about her is I feel like Taylor Swift her songs change as she grows up. Oh, yeah. And she was, I think she's one or two years older than I am. So I feel very connected mm. to the songs that she write. Like, it was always, um, in fact, when she just dropped her last album, it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm ready to cry now. I'm ready to have my heart ripped open because that's what Taylor Swift does to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's an incredible songwriter. And I think, yeah, because she kind of does capture the essence of like femininity of whatever age she's at like I think she does kind of get scoffed at or teased or sure or or whatever like oh it, they're silly songs and some of them are like they're super fun to dance to and like yes. the videos are wonky but like you love but she does like she tells the stories of young girls like being smitten by the guy when you like pass him in the hallway at school yes you know or like the text messaging or yeah <laughs> she tells a story of like being a daughter and mm -hmm. being a sister like she tells all the different facets of womanhood really and now yeah. she's in like this more stable relationship and so the songs she sings are very like love songs still but they're not like roller coaster ride songs sure they're like yeah they're really it's like the stage of life and I'm older than her because I'm older than you I'm like oh no I'm older than T-Swift uh but I'm I am a little bit older than her but those songs still capture like that i mean she's matured a lot too totally and she's done that in front of all of america or all of the world really. the world is watching absolutely yeah. yeah i actually really admire her did you watch her documentary oh yeah oh. i've watched all of her documentaries she's so good mm -hmm. but i i loved just like seeing that documentary and i've been to a few taylor swift concerts which i feel super lucky about her stage production is absolutely insane and she has such a hand in it like she's so involved in that entire creative process and I love that like I love that she is 
wildly impactful, um, brave, courageous. Like she just steps up and shows up in a lot of ways that I really admire. Like I just, I love her. Yeah. Oh yeah. You couldn't say a mean thing about T Swift around me. I'd be yeah. like, I'll cut you. Yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah. And even just, I one of the things like I feel like I kind of got, or I was like made aware of some of you know like some of the issues like sexual assault and Mm -hmm. you know me too and then even like politics like I was kind of made aware of them at the same time that she was and so even like those parts of her songs I'm like whoa girl she really does have a message yeah oh I love yeah her album lover oh my gosh that one was so good yeah that was a really good album yeah Mm -hmm. and it's kind of fun now because she's recording with uh, like the national and oh Bonnie Bear yeah yeah like these um, these like a completely different version of music like this I don't know more mature male the, like these are her comrades now like helping her write songs it's really cool yeah that's funny I that's something that I like about her too is she refuses to be defined mm-hmm. like I am not a country singer I am not just a pop singer. I like that because I think that it signifies to like that gives, you know, me permission to grow and change and evolve and allow my something that used to really drive me, used to really define me um, to fade away and to uh, turn into something else. Yeah. And I really like that because I feel like especially in the community that we grew up in, change is very Nobody wants change, I yeah. guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And um, change is like, like you get defined at a very young age in the community that we grew up in. And in fact, one of one of the girls that I went to high school with, she is really good at fashion and sewing in high school and then goes to New York, attends the Calvin Klein Fashion <gasps> School, cool. um, is immersed in this world that she chose at such a young age and when I was in New York I was able to visit her and I'm like how do you love it she was like I don't I got like like you know really um pushed and um praised in an area that I felt that you know she did of course she was talented and um she did have love for it but she wanted to evolve and have something different but there was so much pressure around change that she obtained this degree in didn't really drive her. And so that's what I really like about Taylor Swift is she's like, it's okay that I once said I'm this because now yeah. I'm this. Yeah. So I oh, like yeah. that. One of the things I really like about T-Swift, changing up her <laughs> genre and all that stuff, I feel like it, and and this is different for me now. Now that I'm more mature, like I feel like I have more of a pr- an appreciation for different styles of music and different uh-huh. ways of expression. But when I was younger, I was very set in my mind about like what was good music and what wasn't. Yes. And so like I was super into like indie music and screamo music and like bands. Yes. And so people who listen to different kinds of music, I was like, oh, that's lame. You don't even know what good music is. And yeah. then here's like one of the, you know, one of the artists that I really like 
is literally just like knocking down all of those walls. Like, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't contain yep. me. Mm-hmm. I can do all the things that I feel inspired to do. I don't have to stick to a thing. I don't know. Did you ever feel that when you were younger? Like, I don't know, like maybe you were like more into hip hop and you're like, oh, people who like country are lame or something. I oh, totally. I like, well, I grew up, my mom listened to country. And so I grew up loving country. And then I think when I got in high school, country was not cool. It's so not cool. So like, I didn't like country, which is silly. I haven't listened to country in quite some time. And just the other day, Justin pulled up some 1990s bangers like Alan Jackson, Dixie oh, Chicks, yeah. and I love country. Like I, there. So yeah, I definitely went through phases of, oh, that's that's not cool. Um, but as I get older, that that tends to fade away. I do have a little bit of a preference. I think like I'm not a huge fan of screamo. Justin likes a little bit more of like upbeat hard songs. Yeah. And they just feel kind of chaotic for me, like because music is obviously just so emotional that certain songs or genres can just like amp up my emotions and make me feel really chaotic. And so I have to avoid certain types of music, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So I went through a phase of screamo. Yeah. (laughs) In my years. It was like my Avril Lavigne stage. Yes. And... It is really interesting because it is very poetic. Like, they really just write these incredible poems. Yes. That are full of vulnerability, really. Yeah. And then they, like, just headbang the hell out of the rest of the song. You know, like, yes. they just, they scream the emotions. And I, I mean, I think they want to invoke that. Like, they want to, like, bring all those emotions out. And I think there's a place for that for sure. I don't necessarily listen to Screamo anymore, but totally for a long time, I felt like that was the thing that like got me all fired up. Yeah. And it does. It's actually like really interesting thinking about like that the only way to like be vulnerable would be to add like a flash of anger to it. Mm. I can be vulnerable if I'm yelling <laughs> into a microphone. Singing the most poetic songs, but I'm yelling them, so yeah. it doesn't reveal too much. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, now that I like think about that that way. One of the things that we discussed before was how important lyrics were, or are, oh, yeah. like to this day, yes. still lyrics are so important to us. Mm-hmm. I noticed that more than I notice anything else. It's funny, because I'm married to a musician. Yes. And like, I'll show him a song, and, and what he, like... I'll love a song because of like the message in it or what they're saying, or I think it's super fun. And he doesn't even hear the words that they're saying. Instead, he like picks up like the bass line mm. or like he's like tapping out the air drums. And I'm like, yes. I didn't even notice. Uh-huh. I mean, of course, I felt them. Like my body was moving with the drums, but it wasn't something I like cognitively picked up. Mm-hmm. But like that's the thing that Tim picks up is like the di- the separate instruments. Yes. And I just, like, hear all the instruments together, and I'm listening to the words. I agree with you. That's, I feel like, the way that I hear music, too. Like, of course, like, I experience the music, like, through my body, um, but I'm attaching to the lyrics. Yeah. One of our friends, he is a DJ, and I love watching him listen to songs because he picks out noises that I can't even hear. Yeah. Until I see him, like... 
his finger will like trace something or he'll like nod his head to um, or tap a beat. I'm like, I didn't even hear that. So I know exactly what you mean. Like, which goes to say that people experience the same thing differently. Mm. Like we can all listen to the same song and get a different takeaway. Yeah. I really like that about music. Yeah. That there is something in there for everyone. Or that, or even just like the things that we're drawn to or pulled to mm-hmm. are so different. And yet, if you just had the baseline, like that would be lame. You know, if you just had the words, like, okay, that's a poem. Like, sure. that's not a song. Like, mm-hmm. you need all of those pieces together. And together, it's like, you know, the language of the universe, you know, just this music. There's a woman that I feel very close to, and I met her through the community, uh, the yoga community in Provo at the Yoga Underground, and she drums. She, like, makes these drums, and um, she's like, oh, my gosh, she's so wise. She has ancient wisdom. You would love Chris. Like, she actually traveled and protested at Little Rock. When oh, that happened. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah okay. She's just like, oh, she's she's Mother Earth wrapped into one little body. But anyways, she talks a lot about drumming and how like drumming is the sound of life before the drumming was war. I'm going to have to look that up. But uh, it's talking about how the transition of the drum was associated with violence versus before it was like associated with the call of life the human heart what you just said reminded me that I'm like yeah it is this beginning of time it's the universal language it's a really big part of community and emotion yeah can we talk about some of our favorites now oh absolutely okay I still love Mariah Carey don't even actually you want to know what real quick I do have to say when I was in seventh grade I loved her so much, and my two friends did not, and they would always tease me, and they would call her Mariah Scary, and it, like, (laughs) broke my heart. I was like, she's not Mariah Scary. (laughs) So I still love her. I just recently read her book that came out, and, like, I have a whole, like, Mariah Carey favorite playlist Mm -hmm. that I'll listen to every once in a while. Oh, my gosh. Can I just tell you? Like, probably, like, fantasy was probably, like, the – theme song like that was like the thing that colored my whole entire oh like junior high and going into high school like oh yeah I hear that song and it's like boom I'm like right back to like the little tiny midriff showing with like the sweater wrapped around my waist like oh my gosh it's a whole thing your hot pink shirt that has yellow flowers on Mm -hmm. it or something yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my gosh I know exactly what you're talking about yes see that is what music does it's insane yeah Uh uh-huh Okay, so I still love her. It's fine. And and we talked about T Swift and and I think that that's that storytelling aspect that mm. she you know, she can tell her own story so well. Yeah. And then she can tell somebody else's story. And you don't know the difference between hers and somebody else's. And I think that that way that she illuminates that connection mm. of all human beings. Yes. You know, like maybe you're T Swift and you're like being hunted down by paparazzi and you like live in a in a lonely home like just trying to like just keep it together or maybe you're yeah I don't know surrounded by people in a huge community and you still feel that same loneliness like she just she really has the ability to tell all of our stories oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, okay 
so now so I super love country I loved country when I was younger went through the phase where like that was super lame yes and now I love country again but not see I still kind of have a little bit of a funny thing in my mind like I don't like radio country radio country is terrible (laughs) I'm sorry if you love radio country like I'm so sorry you can still love it that's fine I do not (laughs) I like love like this underground country which just sounds crazy but there's like a whole like group of incredible musicians that are country musicians that they don't play on the radio okay with the exception of casey musgrave so she's probably my favorite okay she's my favorite you love country her? girl <laughs> oh my gosh i love her so much in fact the other day we talked about music for a little bit yeah mm-hmm. when i left and i drove home i listened to golden hour probably three times in a row like i just <laughs> it played the last song and i like just hit start on the first song again like yep. so good there's another girl her name is Margot price Mm, and okay. she is like a modern day Tammy Wynette or Loretta Lynn. Like she's got a, an old vintage sound to her voice. Okay. And she's spicy. I love it. Oh, and she's really, and the thing I like about Casey and Margot, they're really good at writing lyrics where they are, they do a play on words. Okay. So for example, uh, Margot Price, she has a song that says, Sometimes I'm my only friend and I'm my own worst enemy. Oh, yeah. So sometimes my weakness is stronger than me. Sometimes my weakness is stronger than me. It's so, like, genius. I love when, like, they take the word. So good. First time ever that I sang on here that I actually hit a tune. (laughs) I've listened back to some of our episodes and, like, I'll, like, sing a little ditty. And I'm like, wow, did you even know one of the notes in there like <laughs> yeah same that's me I'm like in my head I sing a lot better than in reality <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I love that idea where you like take a word and like you can you play both sides of the meaning or mm. I I love that Casey does that too she you know like born in a hurry always late mm. haven't been early since 88 <laughs> like what genius yeah that is actually really funny (laughs) so I love those country girls that write their own songs Mm -hmm. that just they're magicians with with the words I think that's incredible okay another band if you haven't heard of this group I highly recommend you check them out they are incredible okay so they're called the high women Mm. now back in the day there used to be like Johnny Cash uh, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, and they were like the highway men, the highway men. Okay. So this is like modern day country girls, and it's like a play on that. So instead of the highway men, it's the high women. Mm. And they're incredible. Yeah. Brandy Carlisle actually is a, probably the big, like the most recognizable name in that group. And they have a song called. The High Women. It's like the best song. Like I listen to it every time and I cry. We'll put it in the show notes so you can like go check it out. Oh man, it's so good. They talk about like the Freedom Riders. Mm. They talk about how they used to burn witches. And like mm. how like how women used to not be able to be teachers or preachers. Yeah. Like that wasn't a woman's place. But yet there are women who are like are called to teach and lead. Yeah. And so like they tell these stories. It's amazing amazing and beautiful singers there's four of them all together 
I'm going to have to give them a listen. Oh, my gosh. They're, like, literally, they're so good. They have a couple. I mean, they have one album so far. And, like, every song on the album is amazing. So if you're a little skeptical about country or if you do like country, you should check them out. Give them a try. Oh, yeah. And so I have, like, that side of me, like, this country side of me. Mm-hmm. And then I have this super rapper side of me that I'm just like but it's the same thing you know like you hear yeah. like you hear like these hip hop beats or these yeah these beats that I think are fun to dance to and move to but some of them the most compelling storytelling comes from Kanye West don't hate on me so hard I actually no. like Kanye West yeah and Jay-Z and mm-hmm. NF obviously like, obviously we're probably gonna have to talk about that a little bit oh. But, like, these incredible storytellers who I think are incredibly vulnerable. Oh, yeah. I really like rap. And I think that a lot of it is super poetic. Like, so much of it is real words and pain Mm. written. And I think that's just the culture of it. But I feel like it is so deep. Mm -hmm. So I, I absolutely agree. I think that, I mean, yeah, sure, it might be overly... I I think there's just a lot of stigma when it comes to rap. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, I think the songs that they play on the radio aren't the best songs. Yeah, no. Like, it's usually, like, the deeper tracks on the album that you're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. that is the most powerful song on the the album, but Mm -hmm. that's not the one they play on the radio. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't really listen to radio anymore. Does anybody listen to radio anymore? Good question. Um, I don't. I I stick to my, my Spotify... And if I'm looking for anything that's even halfway radio, I just do other playlists or yeah. like I'll choose a song and go to the radio of that song. Mm, yeah. And it like sh- filters through the like new songs that you haven't listened to, you know, and that's yeah. like how I grow my song list, I guess. Yeah. But what do you like? What do you like to listen to? Who's your go to now? Mm, OK, so. I. I don't have one favorite genre of music. Yeah, I feel I feel pr- pretty fluid with the music that I listen to, but lately I have been on a like a spiritual music kick. Like I love um like I mentioned like I love Beautiful Chorus. Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't get enough. Their like Mantras of Love album is constantly on repeat. Like there, it's something resonance. I think is the the album, but it's all just like meditations, and it's for like the chakras. I don't know. I think that I'm just like in a space where I, I really like that healing aspect of it. I'm listening to Tibetan bowls. I love classical music. I yeah. like turn classical music on, listen to the piano. But an artist that. I think kind of started introducing this like spiritual or soulful music was Trevor Hall. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, you recommended somebody to Uh, me. That was it. I love Trevor Hall. And I think that he, like this artist just came into my life at a time where I was transitioning. I was needing um, something, I was needing something to look forward to. I was needing something to help heal me. And I mean, he has... He has so many songs that have been there for me. He's one of those where I can play any album and the whole album is good. And um, he has roots in 
Eastern philosophy and yoga. And so there's like a lot of symbolism in his songs. And I and I like that. Uh, and from Trevor Hall, I was introduced to Nako, who is also like a spiritual singer. And like one of his lines in his song is meaningful music moves my soul. Meaningful music moves mm, my soul. Yeah. That just resonated with me. And I think that I'm kind of in that space. So right now, a lot of my music is like this classical or I don't even know what genre to describe that as. It's healing for me. Yeah. I've been loving Fleetwood Mac lately. Whoa, yes. Like, yeah. Like, just like, it's, I love Fleetwood Mac, especially everywhere. I love that song so much. Yes, I'm like old school music like that, like a little bit of rock. Yeah, I don't really have one, but that's that's who's on my, my playlist right now. Yeah. Real quick. Yes. This so we have a newsletter. Mm-hmm. Comes out every Friday. So this week in our newsletter, we're gonna talk about like our top five songs. Yes. Like our own little playlist. <laughs> so if you would like to hear more and see like the differences between us or like those fun songs that like kind of tell the story of our lives, subscribe to our newsletter. Swipe up, subscribe. Yeah. We'll send you a little <laughs> playlist that kind of tells a little bit more about us. So but before we wrap up. I mean, so if this is a podcast about like emotional well-being, like mm-hmm. why talk about music? Like what does that, what does that even have to do with anything? Mm. Well, for me, I think that we've kind of talked about this before when we were having a discussion, but like music, I feel like the the song can express an emotion or a narrative that I'm experiencing, but I'm too afraid to admit. Like Ooh. it can name something for me. Ooh, give um, us an example. Like what's a song that maybe did that and what's the emotion that you felt that you didn't really want to own? Ooh, okay, hold on. Let me think about this for just one second. The song that comes to mind for me is Praying by Kesha. Ooh, okay. First of all, the background, like the backstory of that song is pretty emotional. And she's singing about her rise up from neglect, abuse, being held down, feeling like she has been in a situation that she didn't want to be a part of, that she wanted out of. That song captured something in me. I just feel like I was caught up in someone and something that just wasn't a good fit. This song was about her, her choice of this isn't going to define me. You Mm -hmm. don't get to have this part of me. Mm -hmm. And, and I needed that. That song actually uh, captures a lot for me. Yeah, that's the one that comes to mind is Praying by Kesha. Yeah. I love that you said that. I think that that's the part of music that I appreciate so much too is that ability to tell a story, to describe a feeling or bring a feeling out Mm -hmm. in you. And it can be funny and silly or it could be something that you like play on repeat by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the feeling, and there's a million songs that do this, but the feeling that I always connect with mm-hmm. is the feeling of sadness 
Like, that's not a feeling that I display often. Yeah. I don't think that's a feeling that I like to own. Mm-hmm. I would rather be positive and optimistic and happy-go-lucky. Yeah. And the feeling of being sad, like, I love sad songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love sad songs. Yeah. They, like, stir up so much in me and, like, compel me to move forward, whether it's you know, doing my own podcasting or like while I'm running at the gym and I'm like really working through something, yeah. listening to a song. But really, I think, yeah, there's a million songs that like touch my sadness mm-hmm. that I, it's easier to be like, oh yeah, I just like this song because it sounds good or whatever. But it's hard to like own that like, oh yeah, like there's a part of me that obviously I'm a human being. Like that's not like a weird yeah. thing, but I feel like it's weird when I say it out loud. Like, no way. I'm super happy. Everything's great in my life. Yeah. I'm a human being. So like I feel sadness. Absolutely. And music, a lot of the music I listen to that I do listen to, like that's what it's doing. It's allowing me a space to feel that sadness. Yeah. I I have to agree with that. I think that especially in my childhood where I feel that maybe – expression was difficult or um, even being able to interpret or understand music provided a space for my suffering Mm -hmm. that is really imperative to like my my growing up my emotions and so yeah I think that music is a way that connects you Mm -hmm. And when you're feeling alone. And so, yeah, Justin's always like, oh, you listen to such sad songs. And I'm like, (laughs) I think I really needed sad songs. Yeah. Like, I I think that I really needed to identify. I needed to know that someone is putting into words what I'm feeling and Mm. helping me get through that. And, you know, there's that really funny meme where it's like, where you record the last 20 seconds of the song because that sad part just didn't make you sad enough. (laughs) It's like, or it didn't slap hard enough or something. Really funny. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. I'm like, sad song ends, like the crescendo of the music, and I'm like, repeat. Like, (laughs) yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next week, we're going to be sharing an interview mm -hmm. with a special guest. Dun, dun, dun. So this is Tyson. He's my cousin. He's probably the, other than Shelby, probably the cousin I feel closest to because we're the closest in age. Mm-hmm. And we grew up a lot together. Mm-hmm. And it's your brother. My oldest brother. Yeah. And I think Tyson has a really powerful message. And I'm really excited for everyone to hear that. So check it out next week. And sign up for our newsletter if you would like to know what is our top five playlist. And if you feel so inclined, send in, if you had to describe yourself in five songs, what would you choose? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I love growing my playlist. Like, I love hearing new people. So, like, music is meant to be shared. So share it, baby. Yeah. (laughs) See you next time. We just want to share a big thank you to everybody who helped make this episode possible. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. 
drop into our DMs. You can find us on Instagram at I totally relate pod. Or you can share your feedback and insights with us at I totally relate pod at gmail.com. We totally want to get to know you. See you next time. Peace out.